Hey, welcome to Bukatsu Gaming Podcast. It's your host, Jabs1016, a.k.a. I can speak clearly now. The buzz is gone. <laughs> and I'm here with my co-hosts. Uh, this is Alex, a.k.a. Locke, a.k.a. Objection! Objection. And we've got a special <laughs> guest. His name is... I'm a special guest now. You are today. Oh, boy. I'm excited. <laughs> Evan. A.K.A. Ebra, A.K.A. This one's for you, Gab. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't yeah. worry about it. You'll never play it. We won't, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Evan, you're one of those, you know, special guest stars that appear in every episode, but you're a guest star for some reason. Don't worry about it. Yeah, today we're talking about gaming, and I'm in a bit of a bad mood about gaming, uh, because... So today is Saturday for me. No, Sunday night. Sunday at one twenty-two a.m. I don't know what that is in Pacific time, but Thursday night I got an email from Square Enix telling me that I could get the Ultimate Collector Edition of Final Fantasy Fifteen if I ordered it within forty-eight hours. Within forty-eight hours, and I'm like, okay, that's a good window. That's a good window. I checked it out. 300 bucks still, but I was ready to drop it. I said, you know what, let me think it over for the night. I came back the next day, and now I can't buy it. And so I'm pretty upset about that. And so I missed out on the Ultimate Collector Edition, like, twice. So I got to feel that disappointment twice. It's it's not too fun. So can you just not buy it in Japan? It Well, it can't ship. It, it wouldn't ship to Japan. Yeah, I get that. Um, and... No, because it's only online, and I'm pretty sure the Japan store's shipments are gone, too. Gotcha. So. so it's whatever. Whatever. But, also, Final Fantasy XV is messing up, because this is, this is just a rumor. Just a rumor. I, I don't have a personal source. But apparently fifteen is delayed. <laughs> it's going to be the delayed to November. I don't, I don't even know. It feels pretty late in the game to delay it. Like, is Two months, right? Uh, about a month and a half away. Yeah. But, so, the, the source um, is from kind of one of the er, the legit sources that gave us the release date before Square announced it. So, it's not like it's just some random person. And, I think, like, even No Man's Sky, some games two months before is like, hey, we're not, we're not going to make the date. So, we're pushing it back. So, it's... it's it's possible. I'm hoping not. But with that and the Ultimate Edition, Square's, Square's just breaking my heart. Yeah, I... I don't feel like I'm going to have enough time to play it, so I'm not super upset. I, I mm. feel like I could use it spaced out a little bit, but it's just... Why this game? Yeah. Why this game getting delayed? It's like Kingdom Hearts 3 getting delayed. It hasn't gotten delayed, so that's okay. But but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, more space for me is fine too because it gives me more space between Persona Five, um, so I don't have to beat the game in two weeks. I still hate you right now. Why? Why? You know why? I, I don't. Tell me. I want my Persona. <laughs> Just come to Japan. I want it now. Come to Japan, you'll be good. But yeah, but in addition to the delay. Something else, and so today's main topic that annoys me with Final Fantasy 15 
the DLC. And so... We're all quiet, because uh, this I, is about to get intense yeah, in here. Maybe. I can't, I can't see Evan's face. He, he seems to have differing opinion. And really, I'm, I'm all over the place, too. But how do y'all feel about, like... DLC. Not not DLC in general, but this kind of DLC. The the one where they're like, hey, the game's not out yet, but we're working on DLC. And the DLC where they're like, hey, we're going to delay the game because we've screwed up, but we're working on DLC. Okay. I'll take this first, I guess, because Evan's going to boil over. But oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm very anti-consumer on this one, actually. I do respect the companies that well i mean i don't respect it but i understand it because gamers are super cheap and they have been pretty unwilling to accept any price increases so on games yeah so i mean we're really lucky to still have games cost 60 bucks and because we're unwilling to pay 70 or 80 we're getting these more fragmented experiences so that they can you know nickel and dime some of the gamers who need the full collection of costumes and episodes and all that rather than just if we just paid the 70 or whatever like atlas for example the 3ds games on atlas have an atlas tax of 10 bucks and they cost 50 bucks and all the other 3ds games cost 40 atlas still has some dlc but it's all minor dlc it does not affect anything and it ends up working out pretty well for them some people get upset about this but I feel I feel for these companies because games are cheaper than ever right now and we are unwilling to pay more so that they have to do these things that people say they hate but obviously they don't well we don't know. We don't know what ha- would happen until somebody says okay my game is 70 bucks because Atlas moving it to 50 annoys people but it's not it's just the highest priced handheld game. It's not the highest priced game of like the last 10 years. Yeah. Okay. See one, I'm going to say, I don't think consumers are not willing to pay the price because you, you ordered persona five, the the ultimate edition, right? Yeah. In the States, how much was that? I, I didn't, I, you know what? I just slammed that MF in, <laughs> order button and order. didn't even mine didn't well, even I'll, think about it i'll give you the answer i'm pretty sure it's 89.99 i'm okay. i'm here in japan our our edition's a little bit different but this thing is about 120 bucks 110 or 120 japan tax yeah <laughs> well japan is terrible with pricing i i literally went to the store starcraft 2 wings of liberty so the base expansion that came out in 2009 that's still full price (laughs) nice still full price and so japan's weird with their pricing but i'm not the only person buying the game at that price in japan games are more expensive expensive over here in japan and so people people will buy the games Mm -hmm. for example people are complaining about no man's sky saying that's too much at the cost yeah no, but yeah, what what I was saying was, you know, I'm I I know I'm not the only person in Japan that's paying that extra money. Um, I think 
people in the States and we have done it. You know, price has been or did go up in the change of generation mm-hmm. when it went from PS2 to PS3. That's Prices right. went up. We complained, but we bought games. But then they never increased the price after that. So I don't know if it's completely on the consumer to blame for this this new selling the game in bits model that many companies are taking. No, I definitely agree with that. Uh, the companies need to step up and take a chance to just say, we're willing, we're going to sell it at this price and either buy it at that price or wait a year. See, okay, this is my problem. We're acting like there isn't a difference between selling a game in parts and having DLC. And that's the biggest issue I have with a bunch of this. No, see, I understand what you're you're saying, but it it all depends on what what you're talking about when you say DLC. And like I said, I'm conflicted on this because for some reason, with Fallout, there are DLC expansions, call them expansions, DLC, whatever. For some reason, I'm fine with those. They don't upset me quite as much, but I guess maybe it also has to just do with like the production time the game constantly being delayed. Uh, but I I don't really like where they're like, hey, we're still working on this game, but we're also going to be working on this extra stuff that we're going to sell you for the price of half the game. That's maybe 20% more playing game time. That that stuff is just, it's it's weird to me. And that's that's what I mean by selling the game in chunks. Instead of... Instead of giving us like a full game, we get games that have day one bugs, day one patches, DLC on day one. Like, why not just include that stuff with the game or make sure you can give us a complete game before you work on extra stuff? Okay, but again, it's not like... (laughs) I don't know how to explain this other than there's a difference between releasing a game that should not be released and working on extra stuff that is DLC that costs, you know, it costs more to the production company. You know, if they're making the DLC, it's not like they just didn't have to put man hours into that. They didn't have to, you know, put time and effort in that as well. If you release a game and it's a full game, the game works, like I can play through a whole game, have the experience, enjoy it, and then you have DLC on top of it, I'm never going to complain. Because no one's making me get the DLC. If the DLC isn't necessary to play through the whole game, I don't see why it should be a problem. It's just one of those things where I really feel like people are acting like companies are taking advantage of them. Well, when some, they really some, aren't. some are. <laughs> some definitely are. There, I like. I'm not going to disagree with that. There are games that have been released that have been awful. There are games that have been released, and the DLC is actually part of the games, like you're saying, or they're pretty much just releasing it in parts. But yeah. I feel like a lot of the time, DLC content really is just something extra, and I don't really understand where people get annoyed with this. It's extra. No one's making you get it. You want it. Why shouldn't you have to put something in for it? See, because we're we're talking price and we're talking gameplay. Let let's think of a game that absolutely love. I've played many times. Never looked at it and said, you know what? This game needs something extra. Final Fantasy X. I've put like 
hundreds of hours into that game in one one playthrough. And when that game came out, it was what, 50, 60 bucks, regular 50. price. 50. Now we're getting games that are 60 bucks that are 40 hours of gameplay. And then they give us an extra 40 hours of gameplay for half the price. It's like, yeah, we're, get, we're still getting a complete game, but in some ways it's not up to the standards of where, where it was before. And we're paying to get back to that. I mean, okay, if you're going to use Final Fantasy X as an example, how long was the actual gameplay for that, though? The, act- the actual gameplay is long. I'll but look it's up- not, like... <sighs> It's well, not about to, to say de- something about Final Fantasy X here. It's not to the degree that you're saying, like, you aren't getting a game that's, like, a tenth of the gameplay for more money. Like, that's not... You would have to compare it to something that's also, like, Final Fantasy X. You're not going to compare it to something that has, you know, 10 hours of gameplay that's 60 bucks. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying 10 hours of gameplay, but nowadays... So, for example, Final Fantasy X, I'm looking up how long to beat the average time... Let's just round up 50 hours. How long did it take you to beat Zestaria, Evan? It was, I want to say, 20-something? <laughs> I don't actually remember. Mm-hmm. So about half... Because I do for... think that Evan's saying is you got to kind of compare genres because RPGs are always going to be longer. Yeah, but Zestaria is an RPG, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 20 hours, and... And so here's what I'm saying. Final Fantasy, there's lots of post-game stuff. Like, Final Fantasy X, you can go back, get extra Aeons, complete the Sphere Grid. You have the whole Colosseum. I've yet to beat the Colosseum, and that came with the game. Nowadays, the Colosseum would be DLC. I mean, hey. (laughs) Hey, yeah. It could be DLC. It wouldn't really affect anything. That's what I'm saying. Like, if if it was actually part of the game and not something that you'd didn't need to do you just wanted to do i would i would be with you but how many people are actually doing the coliseum that's something extra that they have to put in for you know x number of people that are actually going to play it you have to look at it from their side as well if they're going to put the time and effort into something it has to be worth it if everyone who bought the game was going to do that i don't think they would have a problem putting it in they've put it in before Maybe people didn't do it. Now they're thinking, okay, we can still have it, but we need to see something for it as well. And And I don't have a problem with that. uh, Okay. I I understand. Yeah. Coliseum would be good DLC if it was DLC, honestly. It's uh, not story related. It really, you know, if it it is there, people will avoid it. It's it's a niche set of the gamers who are even buying this game who are going to see the Coliseum through the end. I think that's where they're trying to monetize. I think they're trying to monetize off certain subsets of gamers, like the ones who like all the costumes or want something extra or hardcore. They kind of uh, vote with their wallets, so to speak. Yeah. But, see... See, because like I said, I'm I'm mixed. For some reason, Fallout, Fallout was... Their DLC's fine. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why the fact that Fallout had a pre-release season pass, I wasn't too upset about that. Maybe, I think part of it is we've come to expect that in a way from Fallout. But this this is new for Final Fantasy. 
And it's a game they've been working on for 10 years. And so, yeah, we're, we're talking about adding extra stuff to the game that might not do much. But we're also talking about them making stuff for the game that, again, might not might also not sell and make them back money. So you have, you have to look at it both ways. Like, I guess, supposedly, the DLC will make them extra money. It, it will. People will buy it. But it, it just feels like they're... For me, it feels in a way they're taking advantage of, of, of their customers. If, if, like, if I'm correct, the original DLC was like, hey, this is stuff they were asking for. Let's add it to the game. Now it's like, this is stuff that we could put in the game. Sure, it doesn't add to it, but we can monetize it. That's like taking all the mini games. So Final Fantasies, they all have mini games. Technically, they don't add to the story, but there's still something good to have in the game. But now they just go, hey, this isn't necessary. Let's take it out. Let's not, let's work on it at the same time as the main game, not include it, but sell it, sell it two days after we release the game. When at one point it came standard with the game. Game costs have risen though. I mean, we're in a different era. Yeah. High definition I, graphics and it's just, it's, I, I don't think they figured out how they want to price it. I think we need to kind of step back and say, I don't need every game to look like Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Some gamers kind of have a problem with that, where if it doesn't look amazing, they get upset and they won't buy it. But no, they just get upset. <laughs> that's true. They just get upset. But kind of like me, I, I'm <laughs> getting upset about DLC. I might buy the DLC. <laughs> I know. I uh, think, sorry. I was just gonna say, I think people need to take a step back and just realize that's true for everything. You can't compare something now to something that came out. 10 years ago. No, you're it's right. Not, you can't get upset at DLC types of things companies are doing, obviously setting aside just bad games that are released. You can't get upset when you don't have a better option for them. Basically, what people want is everything to go their way. They want all the DLC included without a price increase. No, I don't say all the DLC. And I... I like I said, I'll be fine with the price increase. I'm just but, saying, a lot of people feel yeah. that way. They feel like they're entitled to have everything included without a price increase. Like the company can just do that, and they won't suffer any losses. That's that's completely fair. That's if you have a, a way for them to include the DLC like that, that is beneficial to them as well. Then by all means, present them with that, and I guarantee they would go along with it. They have no other way of making, you know, a profit or anything off of it, any way to get back without and, uh, making it a DLC. And so we're talking about profit. Of course, they, they plan it out. But the pricing is, do we, I guess we think the pricing is usually fair. At least with season passes, I guess they're, they're pretty fair. No, I think DLC is usually pretty marked up to the point where I won't buy it. Mm. it and it doesn't go on sales enough for me. It depends on what I'm looking at, though. Obviously, there is reasonably priced DLC. I know I bought some of the costumes in Persona 4 dancing all night. Did I? I think I did. I bought... There's a song. that was No, that's what it was. There's that Hatsune Miku version of Heaven, which is my favorite Persona 4 song. I bought that, and I thought it was a little overpriced. But I think, in general, like Mass Effect episodes, 
for two, Mass Effect Two, I was looking at buying those episodes, and um, there's fifteen bucks. I'm like, that came out several years ago. It's probably time to drop it a little bit. But I feel DLC is one of those things they, for some reason, don't drop. Yeah, and I think that's probably purposeful. I think they probably would rather get you hooked on the game, and then you'll be like, well, at least I got the game for sale. I don't have to get DLC on sale, and then they end up. That's probably how they get you. It's more like mm, this costume is ninety nine cents. This thing is like two bucks. That Rocket sort of League. thing, exactly. That's great. Where it's like, okay, this isn't really overpriced. I could do this if I really wanted to. Like, it's not, you know. But I do agree there is DLC that is overpriced. I just don't normally see it in a lot of the games I play. Okay. Um. So we're talking. Is this doesn't have the price. Alright, I guess this isn't so bad. Looking at 15, the DLC in Japan is 2,700 yen. It's about $25. That comes with five DLCs. Uh, one's weapons. One, one, two, three. Three extra episodes, so getting to play his companions. Three of those are episodes. Two are extra weapons or item packs to make the game flashier. And another one is an online expansion, which to me, that one's interesting. The other ones feel like those are cosmetic deal not not the episodes. I'm I'm iffy about the episodes. Cosmetic ones, those are fine. I don't know how I feel about this expansion DLC. The, one that, the description is an expansion expansion pack that lets you play a completely new Final Fantasy 15. And it's online, so Maybe now you can play with people. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And so it, it feels expansions like that feel like you're you're excluding some people from parts of the game. Same with the episode. Like like we're saying, they're not completely necessary. It's extra episodes. But you're like holding part of the story ransom for some gamers. I mean, that's not wrong but if they do a good job it shouldn't feel like they're missing out okay sometimes i've played a dlc or two and i've thought man this is really fleshes out the story for me i don't know how you would play this game without having this i mass effect 2 again the shadow broker dlc felt so the first well the first time i played it i guess it was cheating because i had the collect uh not the collector's edition but the PS3, which came up with all the DLC. And uh, it just, like, I couldn't imagine the game without that. It felt, it, like, it just explained things well and kind of could see that story with, because um, it had one of the crew members from the first game, uh, Liara. Like, she doesn't really show up in Mass Effect 2 at all, except for that and not having her there for those players. She's the one person who's in all three games, except if you don't get that DLC. And that's kind of crazy to me when it gets to that level. Mm. But they just have to make an effort. It's it's hard to say because you can't just make it feel like a different, like it's like a filler arc or whatever. But you, you don't want to hold gamers hostage and say, yeah, I know this was great. How about you pay for $10 so you can really understand how the story all works together. I think Final Fantasy XIII 2 had a problem with that where the ending really didn't get fleshed out until a DLC. Mm. And that's, 
that's not really acceptable in well, my eyes. You know, as as many people were saying, Final Fantasy thirteen two and then Lightning Returns, those were just expansion packs because Fi- Square didn't finish the game. But that's everyone has different opinions on that. But yeah, like you said, having a DLC that completes the story, that's bizarre. Yeah, it, it's unacceptable, like you said. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that... and it's 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 and it's sorry I'll let you go. It's hard to know which DLCs do that, and that's what I think is a problem. Yeah, I like I've said that I do agree that that type of DLC is not acceptable. I think I think the only thing that the only real way to avoid you know getting in that situation would be obviously to play through the game before taking on any of the DLC. But the problem with that would be if they did put you in that situation, you know, you're already through the game. You already got to a point where, look, this needs to be more fleshed out. I need this DLC. But then we just run around the circle because you don't want this to happen, but there's no other way to like you know, to know that that would be what's in the DLC content. Yeah. And so... I mean, they could tell you, but either way, that that would cause rage. Yeah. And, yeah, but you really don't know unless you watch like a let's play, right? And at that point, like, that's yeah. You have to go through something. That... And so we're we're talking pricing. We're saying that's for the most part. I slightly disagree. Why they do it? Like we're acting like they're not making profit. <laughs> they make good profit. These companies, but so what? What price do you think is fair? where they take the DLC, where Final Fantasy takes these three stories, you know, everyone's saying, I want to be able to play Prompto, I want to be able to play these other guys, but I can't because they're DLC. What's the price, the fair price, where you take those DLC, put them in the game? Or does it, is there a set price that game companies should look at? Or, or kind of, uh, it depends on the game. Because base price also does depend on the game, too. So should it be that way where they just include the DLC, but price changes on how much is in there? Or would that I'm, not be okay for anyone either way? I'm fine with paying. I, I'd just rather pay up front. I've, I really don't buy that much DLC. So if you make DLC and it's part of the game, then I'm probably not going to play it. So I'd rather just pay the money up front. And I'm in favor of spreading it out we're starting to see more where some people realize it's a ten dollar game they'll sell it for ten dollars or it's a forty dollar game and they are kind of pricing themselves to an appropriate point i would be fine if they went further and said okay well 60 isn't the cap there should be some 80 dollar games like if fallout 4 was 80 dollars that would have been reasonable to me well 80 dollars with the dlc with everything with everything yeah which ends up being close i think because i think the season pass was you know 30. 29 exactly so for me then you kind of would offset the cost a little bit like we get it for ten dollars cheaper but then more people would have to pay more maybe i am privileged here because i can afford that extra cost yeah but i i would rather like buy one less video game a month or every two months or however often if i could just have more complete experiences yeah, I'm going to have to disagree again. Um I would not prefer 
to have everything right at the start, especially if it's, you know, actual DLC content that, you know, that doesn't necessarily have to add anything to the game. Mm. Um, I really feel like that obviously this may not, this won't be the case with everything, but there are a lot of DLC in games that actually do, I would say, ruin the experience. Because, for example, Dragon Age Inquisition, I got the Game of the Year edition, and a lot of the the game itself was way too easy with all the stuff that came with it. And And it's kind of an easy game anyways. Exactly. And I just kind of feel like I regretted it a little bit just because I think I would have enjoyed it more had it, you know, had any kind of challenge to it. But... I feel like if you're going to include DLC in the price up front, you open the door for something like that to happen where mm. it's it's an option for you right from the start and then the gameplay and the experience end up being less than what they could be because you were, you know, given everything right at the start. There are ways around that which you know, you could work with that. So if the DLC is included, but you have to unlock it somehow, that sort of thing. I could get behind that, but I'm still in the camp that feels like if you want to make a game and have it priced $60 for right now, I'm fine with that. And then including the DLC, I'm actually okay with that. And and so, but here can I jump in for one second? Yeah. Oh, actually, I just, just want to say, okay. I just want to ask what type of DLC are you talking about? Your cosmetics I'm or talking extra or the ones we were talking about that aren't fair. I don't think unfair DLC should be a thing. Okay. So 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 you're talking purely cosmetic DLC. I'm, yeah, I'm talking Okay. See, those I don't quite have a problem with either. I would yeah, I would say that if I pay more I would like the cosmetic stuff to be in there, but I'm 100% fine with uh those like Evan had where you basically it's pay to win for people who don't like having a challenge or uh, don't have time, I'm totally fine with that being DLC. It's usually cheap, too, so you just pay it, and then you have an easy time going through the game. Don't have to take as much time. Whatever. That probably shouldn't be in the base game, because you should probably have to make a decision. Otherwise, it's too easy to say, well, of course I want the cool armor. It looks cool. Right. I mean, yeah. It's got to be tough, because obviously what the consumer wants is you know, it's changing as well as how developers are trying to roll out the games. And mm. for the most part, I feel like I say for the most part, but it, it may not actually be that much of a majority do want to give the consumer a, a quality experience. And like they are getting a little more flack than they deserve for, you know, a lot of the DLC, a lot of the games that are coming out, that sort of thing. But at the same time, you know, <laughs> the consumer is going to want, you know, the best experience possible. And if you can't deliver that in a fair way, then, you know, what's the point? The, no, it, it goes back to what I was saying. My sort of my problem with DLC is when they don't, it feels like they're not giving you a complete game. And part of it is when they give you games that 
they're they're like, oh, here's DLC coming two weeks after the game, but on day one, people are dealing with bugs and crashes in the game. They send you a sort of incomplete game. And I'm looking right now at Shin Megami Tensei 4, their DLC list. Most of these look to be cosmetic, but these are ones that they're problematic, but they make it fine, and that's what problematic. So I'm looking at one of them called Lore 1, Lore 2, and is there Lore 3? Yeah, Lore 3. And so in the description, it says, this lore add-on is a secret entry in the Hunter database for those interested in more of the game's backstory. You have DLC where the description is, this has part of the story, but you don't get it with the game. How they, try, how they sort of fix that, those DLC are free. So my question is, why aren't those in the base game? Why aren't those in the base game? It does say it's a spo- they're spoilers, but y- they should just unlock why that, naturally. Why isn't that in the game? And so that's what I'm saying about let's, now companies are sort of taking the shortcut. They say, we could put this in, eh, release the game a week later, or we can just release it half finished and then tell them they can download this extra story. See, but I think it's even more ridiculous than that because you're saying re- release it a week later, that sort of thing. But clearly, the DLC was already ready to be put in the game. It's exactly. already in the game. So <laughs> exactly. why do you, you don't even need to delay? Just release it. Yeah, just yeah, release like, it with the game. It's not like, <laughs> like was that was that with EA where people actually found in the game files character designs that were locked because they had to get a DLC. Yeah, like that, yeah. Th- that right there, and so that's uh, Capcom does that too on disc DLC. That's one of the companies where we're seeing eh, they are kind of just screwing over the the customer because they can. Like you put it in the game, and then said no, you can't get this. You have to pay for it. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like yeah. The obviously the other side of that that we're talking about right now is <laughs> if you're just you've had X number of months, years, however many hours put into this game, you know whether or not it's ready to be released as it is. And you know what can be in it, what should be in it. Mm. You don't need to, you know, go looking for extra money. If like, you don't need to do go doing extra stuff. Like this DLC is free. Just put it in the game. If you're going to release a game that cannot be run, as it is without major issues, I feel like you're just you're just taking advantage of the loyalty of your consumer base, and that is a little ridiculous to me. And so, yeah, and I, I think that's part of what what it is with me. You hear so many stories of companies like EA, Capcom, that are just kind of screwing over their customers, taking advantage of the DLC system. And that puts a stain on the whole DLC system. Yeah. Which is like, why well, I said it's it's complicated for me. For for some for some it's fine, but for some it feels like they could go in the game. And 
and personally, I'm I'm really fine with DLC that are announced post release, where they're like, hey, we we thought about putting this in the base game, figured it wouldn't add much, so we took it out, but we realized customers would like it. We're gonna add this as DLC, but the pre-release DLCs, those those just give me a headache. <laughs> the day one DLCs, not cosmetic, but extra story. Those. It just, it, it feels ridiculous to me. And, I, and like I'm saying, it's sort of with EA Capcom, where the, it's on disc. The on disc DLC is just screwing over the customer. And it, it gives all the other companies that are doing DLC, whether they're doing it, doing fair DLC or not, it just makes people go, oh God, another DLC taking advantage of, of the customer. Hot take incoming. I have no problem with this. No problem? <laughs> No problem. It's it's just it doesn't make a difference to me. I'm, I'm sure a lot of DLCs that they announce after the fact they have already started yeah. during the development process. And I mean, technically, you can look at it this way: having the DLC already on the disc makes it easier for gamers who have terrible uh, bandwidth caps or uh, download speeds. So instead of having to download a whole new character, for example, in Marvel vs. Capcom, I think. Instead of doing that, they just get an unlock code and then they're ready to go. Instead of downloading something that might be a gig, they download 40 kilobytes. But why make them download it? Because it's, that's... It's there I, on the game. It's there. That's <laughs> how they're going to finance the game. It's just... I know... I know they make... Like, successful companies make a lot of profit. I'm not going to argue with that, but the way games are, you get a lot of sales and then it tails off and then you have to make your next game and it's going to be a long time before you get another blip in your sales so they're trying to make it so that it's steadier and that they can uh afford to keep the employees and it just to me it feels like it's not the craziest thing in the world i understand that it feels skeevy but because it does it does it's it's very weird that you know i have it and i'm paying for it or again you know you already paid yeah. for it once but that's, that's they they don't have to put on the CD. They're just making that decision to you know for whatever reason whether it's easier for the game to understand later while it's actually like being played or if it's easier to download. I don't know. I'm sure someone will call me a cuck for this or something. But <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I mean, but see, we keep mentioning pricing and and things like that. What about so I'm. I'm thinking The Witcher. Oh wasn't boy. Witcher's, wasn't Witcher's DLC like highly acclaimed because they they significantly added to the game fairly yes. priced? Yeah. And but so we have and that's Let's Witcher's be careful almost, here cuz none of us played The Witcher. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend I have a friend playing well Danny plays The Witcher, Todd plays The Witcher, but he's he's not feeling it. But Danny loves The Witcher. But it's a good yeah. thing they're on this podcast. Right? Yep. Let's mm-hmm. let's call them up. Danny. <laughs> Danny. But no, I mean, we have we have examples of smaller companies, which is made by a smaller company that gives bigger DLC at a price. So it's not necessarily about losing profit or making money either. We have examples where I mean company... it is though. It's they're not like this. This isn't in, in their screw over the fans 
memo. <laughs> it does come down to the bottom line. I mean, could they do it differently? Sure. And I think that that's definitely something they're going to have to consider. I think, unfortunately, you probably get enough gamers who will pay for the lesser-valued DLCs so that when, uh, for example, CD Projekt Red made their great Witcher 3 expansions, because there are so many crappy DLCs, it, it makes them look worse. Mm. But, I don't know. If we're going to use The Witcher as the example, I feel like it's it's not the... It wasn't the price. The price of the DLC wasn't any better than the price of any other DLC. But it was a quality. Ex- exactly. So it's not necessarily... The price isn't the issue. It's the price against... It's the, it's the, the value. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the value. And I, I don't know. I feel like it's really subjective because... Yeah. I don't think I would ever pay that price for DLC, just regardless of what it was. But, you know, obviously people will. So I don't know if there's much wiggle room there. Yeah, no, I, like like we said, it's it's kind of a hot topic because it's, it's not easy. It's It's not as simple as they're giving you the first hour of the game and saying you have to pay for the next 59. They're they're giving you a depends on the game. I'll say ninety to one hundred percent complete game depends on the company, and then asking you to pay for more. Um, like I said, some are fine. I was gonna get the season pass for fin- for Fallout Four. I didn't, and from what I've played of the game, I don't necessarily feel like I'm missing anything. And it might be the same way with Final Fantasy Fifteen. And so, yeah, it's like we're saying it's you get it if you want, I suppose. I suppose. I I suppose. I suppose. (laughs) Sorry, Rhythm Heaven. No one's going to get that. Yeah. Literally no one. It's a good game. What's a good game? Rhythm Heaven. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, so, yeah, guys, let us know what you think about DLC. Um, Send us a message on Twitter. DLC sucks. Get rid of the DLC. Get rid of it. Give me my game. Yeah, tweet tweet at us uh, on Twitter at BukatsuM. Let us know what you think, and be sure to hit that follow button. And check out YouTube. Yeah, check out the YouTube. We can't give you a YouTube channel name yet. Or channel URL because we need a hundred, a thousand subscribers first. What? Go follow- yeah, yeah. You need you need a wow, good amount before you can change it. Help us. Yeah, we need be sure it. Go go check out the YouTube. We've got because I can't make videos. a thousand Gmails. Your <laughs> <laughs> videos there, so go go subscribe um, if you like like what we're doing. We got some let's plays up, and so before we leave. Let's talk about a little bit of gaming news and Let's Plays. Alex, you've done a few walkthroughs of Hitman 4. Uh, Let the people know what they can expect from that. Well, if you've ever played Hitman, it's fun to do it in a variety of ways. That's what makes the Hitman 
games so good is that they're very non-linear. It reminds me of Sonic when I'm playing it, actually. Like Sonic! Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles. But in that you have so many different ways that you can go about it, and certain ways are going to make it feel easy and quick. And what I'm trying to do is, this one challenge really called out to me, it's called Silent Assassin Suit Only. And Silent Assassin is basically, you just rock that level. You get no, no bodies found, no one like spots you in a area where you're suspicious, a couple other things. And like silent kills and stuff like that, and then, but using only your suit. Now in the Hitman games, you can put on a bunch of disguises and it makes things a lot easier. And then that opens up a lot of different opportunities for you. Like if you are one of the wait staff, you can slip rat poison into somebody's drink and nobody cares because it looks like you're just doing your normal thing. If I do that when I'm just wearing the suit, then I look like I'm a date rapist, and that's that's not good. And people will get mad. That Chill is out, n- no good. <laughs> and, uh, so the suit only really presented some problems. And I was just doing all the challenges, and that was the one that really spoke to me, I guess. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find an easy way to do these challenges. First, I was just doing it for me. I was just like, how easy can I make this? I was doing the level of final test, and I found this pipe you can climb up, and I was like, wait a minute. Okay, I can see it now. And then I realized that People probably have trouble with this challenge if they don't have as much time dedicated to it, or maybe you're just not as good at Hitman, because, I mean, I'm not really that good at Hitman either. If anything goes wrong, I am screwed. <laughs> I, I cannot recover. So that's what I'm trying to do. Is I'm just trying to show you how to do these silent assassin suit-only challenges in an easy way. The last one was in Paris, and it takes a little while, but, I mean, it's so easy. It's fantastic. I was really proud when I came up with the solution that I did. Uh, for how easy it is, I don't think you can beat that. And so, yeah, you you also get some work to do because Bangkok comes out uh, on Tuesday, the 16th. Yeah. Oh, crap. Well, I'm like three behind. I might have to jump ahead in the order and drop that one uh, cool. so that we can actually get some real traffic. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, Alex, that's what Alex is working on. Evan, what, what videos can we expect from you? you Put him expect, on the spot! You can expect only the most quality Rocket League. That's that is right. what you can expect. It the, the, num- be... the number one player? <laughs> <laughs> Season two champion. <laughs> MLG, oh, no if scope! Love, if you love some terrible Rocket League, you are in for a treat. It is yes. going to be some of the oh. hottest garb. <laughs> and I'll join him for at least some of that. And yeah. uh, you can watch me slowly lose my mind as we lose <laughs> our fifth game in a row. And then I can join and make those guys look like professionals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. And so what I'm working on, I'm actually working on several Let's Plays. Wow. We have a, we have a Let's brag. Play. What? Several. Humble brag. Yeah, popular chairs. Say what you chest. <laughs> yeah, I got uh we've got let's play Fury on Furier mode. Uh so you can the so first first time I played Fury gave me a bit of a challenge. Um I can play the game fairly easy, got S rank on Fury mode. So I stepped it up. We're doing Furier mode and that's kicking my butt, and so that's fun. 
and also expect... It's thrilling. It really is. <laughs> so, I mean, watch just watch the uh, episode where he fights the lion. I mean, it's oh, God, edge of your seat. Don't even mention that, man. The three and a half episodes. Two. It's only two episodes. <laughs> two episodes. I thought it might be more, but it's not. And, yeah, there's that. And I'm also going to be playing, doing a Let's Play of a new Pokemon game. Uh, not Pokemon Go. And Pokemon Sun and Moon aren't out yet. So it's, it's a nice mystery Pokemon game. Be sure to check out the YouTube for that. Check out the YouTube for that. And so, yeah, before we head out, just a bit of extra news and rumors. Uh, apparently, we're going to have Zelda, Mario, and Pokemon games. Keeping up with some Pokemons on the new Nintendo system within the first six months, which is pretty exciting because those are kind of the the hallmark games of Nintendo. Um, mm-hmm. On the new NX, apparently, which is like it's a mobile home console. Apparently, it'll be interesting. Uh, at least that's what the rumors are from. From the NX. And are you guys excited for, for the Inks? I don't know enough. Uh, if it's everything everyone's saying it could be, then yeah. And if it had a strong lineup, then I'd be really happy to see it. But I, I'm kind of sad. I like my Wii U. It's just not a lot going Wii on for Wii it. Wii U, Wii U. Uh, so I'm excited, but not until I learn more and not in front of my Wii U because I don't want to hurt its feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it'll maybe get me on on the Nintendo system. I I haven't had a Nintendo console since the N sixty four. Just wow. putting that one out there. That was my last Nintendo console. So if the NX is out, nice, friend. I know You're the guy who didn't have a Wii. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, my my uncle has a Wii, but I don't. Yes, because so, he's cooler than you. Yeah, actually, he, he is. He is. I know. It's no contest there. I'm worried. I'm getting there, but yeah, I'm. I I think maybe the NX might be the first Nintendo console that I get in a while. I've been trying to get the DSs, which apparently, what was that link you sent us, Alex? About how how did it sell? Uh, it was the number one selling console last month. Yeah, so everyone likes to give Nintendo a hard time, but they're doing good consoles, and mm-hmm. so the the NX will, as always, they're first of the next gen. So let's see how they usher that in. Uh, Evan, what do you think about the NX and those games that might be coming? Yeah, I literally know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No one knows anything, right? Straight up Jon Snow over here. But yeah, I I do love me some Nintendo, so I'm excited. That's a good answer. And we also have another rumor report. The PS4 Neo will be revealed in September 7th. Uh, don't know how factual that statement is. I think but, I've seen it in a couple places, so it's looking like it could really happen. Yeah, and we won't, we won't get into that, but, you know, there are people that, just as they complain about DLCs, they complain about upgraded consoles, um, the, the mid-gen consoles, I guess you could call them. But, you know, I have my PS4. It works fine. Sounds like a jet sometimes. I don't know why. Uh, but 
you know, for those of you that don't have your PS4s that have been waiting to get it, look out for information on the Neo in September. Maybe that that's what'll get you to pick it up. Then with Xbox, what is it? Scorpion? Xbox S? SX? Oh, it's the Scorpio and then there's the S. Yeah, I think those are already out, so, you know. The Xbox maybe... S is out. Scorpio's coming out next year. Project yeah, you want... Scorpio. Hmm? Never mind. Keep going. Project Scorpio? Project. Uh, Project Scorps. Yeah, so if you're if you're interested in, if you've wanted to pick up a new next-gen console, you know, check out the Neo or the Xbox S. And if you want to talk about old-school console and old-school games, Parappa the Rapper, Parappa the Rapper Rapper has a new anime coming out soon. Old-school. That's... I heard yeah, the first that. one was really terrible. The anime? Yeah. Mm. But uh, I know Sony worked hard trying to make him a very popular figure in yeah. Japan. Because they love mascots over there. Oh, boy. And uh, <laughs> so I think they tried to make him like their PlayStation mascot. And so, of course, he got an anime. And hopefully this one's better. Mm. I, I've never played the Rap the Rapper video games. When I have time, I'm going to grab one. But... It's it's a rhythm game, so it's really at best on its home console. So I'm gonna try and figure out if it'll play well on a PS2. Maybe I'll buy it on eBay. Yeah, yeah. I think I've played played it once. I enjoyed it. I think I like rhythm games. They're fun and they're they're enjoyable. Yeah, pap 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 parappa da rappa, pap tap tappa, cha. But yeah. Bars. Bars got them for days. So any any closing notes from you guys? Somehow we went another episode without talking about Sonic, and I'm ready to explode. But that's fine. That we'll is save. Sonic. It's I'm excited about that. Yeah, I guess if we've got uh, not too many final notes, this is Bukatsu Gaming, and once again, be sure to check us out on Twitter, Twitter.com/slash/BukatsuM. Search for Bukatsu Media on YouTube. And be sure to hit that follow and subscribe button. This is Jabs. This is Jabs 1016 signing out. Peace. That white guy sounds like a DLC cuck. (laughs) (laughs) You can't you can't just add in the the outro like that. That's cheating. (laughs) Is it cheating? Is it though? Yes. Alright, I'm hitting the stop button. Me too. Thanks. But <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where, where? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, is, it, is this our exit? <laughs> Someone take over. I'm lost. <laughs> we lost him. I don't even know where you're trying yeah, to go. Man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't either. I'll do uh, better the next G, time. The G, blame the GPS. Cut it. Just cut that. Cut it out. Just cut the last forty minutes. <laughs> is this gonna be a free LC podcast, or are we, are we gonna make the yeah, pay for yeah. this? Actually, this one is, you have to pay for this. Yeah, yeah and, and, and pe- speaking of that, it's not up yet, but, you know, we'll mention it later. We'll tag back to this. But no, we'll we'll mention it now. No, we won't. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just cut all of this. <laughs> this is all DLC oh content. This is all, yeah, it's all DLC. You gotta, 
get a go to the Patreon to get it. That's what I was. That's what I was going to. Mm. But the Patreon doesn't exist. That's right. So you don't get that joke yet. Yeah. No, but the joke stays in. One day. It's going down. I'm yelling timber. You better move. You better dance.